So you're stressed, but how can you manage that stress so it doesn't negatively impact your mental or physical health? Today's episode will equip you with tools to manage stress. Actually, three tools to manage stress. Welcome to the Binge Eating Coach Podcast, the podcast that helps you go from intellectually knowing how to stop binge eating to really taking action and healing your relationship with food because you deserve more space in your life for the things that really matter to you. My name is Krista Couch, your host, recovered bulimic and binge eating coach. Now let's get started. So last week I talked about observing stress and how to understand it a little bit more and how it relates to your life and your relationship with food. But something that's really important to understand about stress is a lot of people, especially people who are living with trauma, go into either hyperstimulation, go, 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 do, 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 or they go all the way to shutting down, dissociating, not doing anything. The middle can be uncomfortable, but that's the place where you can eat intuitively. You can learn to nourish your body with self-love. You can start to prioritize your health while also accepting yourself as you are right now. That's the place where you can communicate with others more effectively. You can work towards goals that you can actually achieve. A lot of good things happen in this middle ground that you can't access if you're jumping in between complete hyperstimulation or absolutely shutting down. For me, binge eating existed on both sides. So I was either shutting down with binge eating or binge eating was part of the go, go, go because binge eating was getting a job done for me. It was solving a problem in a lot of ways. It was kind of taking the place of this middle ground of not being stressed, not being overwhelmed, making intentional choices. And it's okay to not always exist in this calm, intentional place. But it's part of the reason that managing stress is such an important part of binge eating recovery. Because when you at least have a few strategies that you use in your life to manage stress, that's going to make all the difference. So whether you are on the extreme end of having a lot of stress in your life or not, it's important to first identify the pattern of stress in your life and listen to the three mistakes that I talked about last week on the podcast. But from there, you can learn how to approach stress in a new way. And today I'm going to talk about three strategies that you can implement to help you with stress. So the first strategy that I've talked about before, especially if you follow me on Instagram, which if you don't already follow me, my handle is binge eating coach. And I can link that in the show notes. But the reason that I say that is I've shared a lot of thoughts there about our nervous system. And the reason this is important is because most of us go through life having overwhelm, having stress in our lives. But maybe you've never learned how to help your body see that you are safe. And especially because if you think about our ancestors, there could be real threats to your safety. Maybe you're being chased by a lion or tiger or bear, and then you get to safety. There's a physical change that happens when you come back to safety, when your body knows that you are safe. And 
what happens in our day-to-day life is that signal often isn't sent. And so we live in this chronic, stressed out state. So one of the coolest strategies that you can implement, especially in binge eating recovery, is showing your body that you are safe. You can do this with physical touch. You can do this with exercise, especially really compassionate ways of moving or just doing a quick movement, like doing a few push-ups and then calming your body down by taking some deep breaths and letting your body know that, okay, we moved and we did exercise. That means that we are safe. There's not a threat. Um, There's also things that you can do, like even stretching, releasing tension in your body can be enough movement to help your body calm down. This is something that's so unique and personalized, but even just Googling ways to calm your nervous system can help you start to understand ways that you can send your body that signal that you are safe. There's no threat to your safety. And it might feel sometimes like there is threats to your safety because we live in a time when we have so much access to news. We have access to heartbreaking things happening in other people's lives And even on a larger scale, like right now there is a war going on and you go and read the news and you're bombarded with things that can feel like a threat. And so being very intentional about also sending the signal to yourself that you are safe is especially important when you're bombarded with things like the news. And part of the reason this is so important is because intentional action that's really going to make a difference is going to come from this place of feeling calm, not being in a reactive state. So that is the first strategy, calming your nervous system. The second strategy is practicing intentional beliefs around rest and your to-do list, your calendar that serve you. So actually implementing times and triggers in your life, like the times you look at your calendar to practice believing things that serve you. And this starts by looking at what's not working. An example of this is thinking, I need to earn my rest. You might find yourself feeling really proud of yourself when you get a lot of stuff done and really beating yourself up when you don't get a lot done. And that is a pattern of thinking and a belief that can lead to a lot of stress and overwhelm. So if you really think intentionally about what you want to be thinking, how you want to feel, and what kind of thoughts are going to help you feel that when you look at your calendar or when you look at your to-do list. That's a really good place to start with intentionally believing new things that serve you. Our thoughts have a lot of power. Our thoughts create our emotions, our emotional state. So if you're feeling stressed, it's going to come back to the thoughts that are creating that. And maybe they're just belief systems that are so automatic that you don't even recognize them. But it can also work the other way where if you want to feel more calm, you can practice thought patterns that you actually do believe that help you combat the things that are leaving you stressed. And when you can access, even if it's just a content feeling or a little bit less frazzled feeling with your thought patterns, then what can happen is your actions are going to follow because our actions come from the emotion we're operating from. So if you're operating from this place of frazzled, your actions are going to continue to perpetuate this feeling of 
being behind and being stressed. But if you're able to change the way that you're thinking about your to-do list or your calendar, and you're able to think, okay, I need to be intentional about the realistic amount of things I can get done in a day because I don't always have an accurate perception of what can be done in a day. And you're starting there and maybe that helps you feel a little bit of relief. That's a good place to start. That's a good place to start practicing something that feels true to you that can start to create a new pattern where you're not just living in stress, living in old thought patterns that don't serve you, but instead creating new patterns, new ways of thinking about your time, your energy that lead you to live a little bit more in this in-between where you are managing your stress and you're able to be intentional with food and communication and everything in your life. So that is the second tip, practicing new beliefs. The third tip that I'm going to give you today in this third strategy for managing your stress is start separating fact and fiction more often, especially when it comes to your calendar or your time. Start to look at the facts of how you're spending your time. Start to look at what have you achieved within the last 24 hours. If you look at the last 24 hours and you're feeling behind, you're feeling like you didn't get enough done, try to practice instead looking at the last 24 hours and what you've succeeded at, all the things that you have accomplished. Give yourself a chance to look at that and produce new facts because the fictional thing that you might be believing is you didn't get enough done, but the facts might not match up with that. So spending time writing things out that separate fact and fiction is a great strategy to manage stress. Another way you can do this is looking at a binge. Maybe you're feeling really guilty and ashamed at a binge. What are the things that are absolutely true? Like you ate this much, you ate it this time. And what are the things that are optional that you were thinking about yourself? Like, I really screwed up. I just can't figure this out. Those things are not facts. They can't be proved. And even just identifying that, even if you still believe it, recognizing it is a thought, it is optional, can be something that takes away some of the burden. It takes away some of the pressure that your thoughts can put on your shoulders. So... This is just touching the surface of things that you can do to manage your stress, but it's so important to have these tools in your toolkit. These are things that take practice, they take imperfection, and you're going to go throughout your life and you can implement this and you're going to find that you're more able to live in that middle ground where you're not in this go, 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 or completely shutting down. Maybe you are eating more intuitively. You are being more intentional with your food decisions. However, there's still going to be imperfection in your life when you work on things. And so (laughs) imagining your life without any stress in it is kind of an unrealistic expectation. There's still going to be stress in your life. This two-episode series isn't about taking the stress out of your life. It's about learning to manage it better. And when you can learn how to manage it better... It's not that your life's going to become perfect. It's just that your life's going to be more intentional, more enjoyable. It might just feel like you're in the driver's seat more often. And that's what this is really about. So when you are listening to this episode, if you're listening to it when it first comes out, it's going to be April 5th. Yesterday, April 4th, 2022, I posted on Instagram something about stress. 
I'd love for you to go comment on that post and let me know which of these strategies you plan to implement this week. It can kind of be a way to have some accountability and I'd love to hear what you plan on focusing on this week. Even if you just pick one of these things in one specific way, you're going to implement it. So my Instagram handle is binge eating coach, and I will put my Instagram handle in the show notes so you can just look there. But I hope you have an amazing week and I will talk to you next week on the binge eating coach podcast. Thank you.